Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talk Busy with Lizzie podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie. And if y'all didn't know, if you haven't been listening to last week's episode or didn't see on uh, my Instagram page today, or I guess you've definitely read a little bit about what this episode is about, but either way, today's episode is the very first episode of the foster care little mini series, I guess. Um, So I have, I want to say seven interviews that are going to be a part of this series. And I haven't done any intros or outros, which um, I've never really done before where I haven't include like started the whole everything with an intro that had the person that I was interviewing in the intro, but, um, that's how this series is going to go. I just, it's all kind of new, so it's kind of fun, exciting. Um, and I'm just going to tell you guys a little bit about why I'm doing this. We'll jump into the interview and then I'll do a little outro of a couple of the things that this specific person and I talked about that, um, we didn't include in the interview because we ended up talking for quite a bit longer without um, the cameras rolling, not that it's a camera, but uh, there was more that was said that we didn't get recorded that she has given me the green mic to talk about, but there were also some things that um, were not talked about that I'm, or that were talked about that I'm not going to be sharing just because it was a little bit, there were a couple things that she didn't want me to share, but this one is definitely on the shorter side of all the interviews. I have some really short ones. I have some really long ones, um, but either way, I'm so excited finally getting these, to be finally getting these out to you. I think I recorded this one about this time last year about um might be around a month off um anywhere from a month to a few days off but it was about this time last year um this specific person is a friend of mine um she is amazing I love her um and when I when I brought this up to her she was um so into it she was like absolutely I want to help you with this it sounds like a great idea and so very first person I did if you didn't know I originally was going to be doing a foster care documentary uh it just I didn't wasn't ever able to do it um a lot of things kind of stopped that from happening but I wasn't going to let that stop me from using these interviews to share people's stories and to um, and to bring awareness to what the foster care system actually is like. And so I was I figured I have a podcast. I know I don't have a huge audience, but I have about 50 people um, as an audience size. So why not just do it um so 
I am getting these out to you guys this way. And I'm hoping that I can bring awareness to the established audience that I have, as well as a lot of other people. So I really hope that this podcast is able to bring awareness to what the foster care system is really like. Um, I think a lot of people are very ignorant to it, and I don't mean that necessarily in like a, I mean, ignorant, yes, it's not, it's not good, but I think that sometimes it has a bad connotation, and I don't mean it to be like rude of me to say, oh yeah, you're ignorant to it, because I was definitely ignorant to it, but just in the sense of, I think people have a huge misunderstanding of what it's like, and they don't understand everything that goes on. And I I don't think that you'll ever fully understand everything that goes on unless you've been through it. But it at least gives you a a better idea of what it is like because I think we don't have enough of that focus, if that makes sense. We don't have enough. If you're not in it right now, people aren't fully aware of what it's like. Not that you'll be fully, fully aware, but there's not even, like, the awareness of it isn't even close to what is actually going on. And so I want to bring awareness to that. And then also, stories are just important. People's stories, sharing people's stories is of, like, utter importance in my head. Um, Not only are we called to be witnesses so as Christians, like our testimonies are so utterly important. But also, just the fact that your story can help so many people. Encourage people knowing that they're not alone. Um, encourage people to take action. Um, just bring understanding. So I am very, very excited to be sharing all these interviews that I have. Um, If you didn't know, some of them are people who have been or are currently in the foster care system. And some of them are uh, leaders of organizations that help kids in foster care. Um, So, that being said, I'm going to do a little introduction to this first amazing, amazing girl. And then we will jump into the interview And then I'm going to tell you a little bit about the other stuff that we talked about after the interview. So, uh, this girl, her name is Olivia. She is a wonderful girl. Um, She's about my age. She is a little bit younger. She was adopted out of foster care, which I believe we talked about in the interview. Um, And she just she has such a bit she's such a light to so many people I think it's really cool that I can like introduce her like this because I actually know her pretty well um but she jumped on this opportunity when I gave it to her and it was just so cool to be able to talk to her and I think it's it's, it was really cool as friends to get to do this and not just as someone interviewing someone else because I got to know her on a deeper level as a friend too. This is another thing about stories. They bring you closer and I think that's so cool. So 
that being said, I'm going to hand it over to a year ago, Lizzie, to actually do the interview and talk to Olivia. So I hope you guys learned something from this interview. I hope you guys, it's it, this one, like I said, is definitely one of the shorter ones, but I hope you guys are able to learn something, take something from it. Her story is still so interesting and so eye-opening. And then I hope you guys stick around for the next six weeks that you can understand even more about the foster care system about and about people's stories and some of the organizations and what they are doing for kids in foster care. So let's get into the interview. Also, I want to quickly apologize for the background noise of all this. Uh, it did take place at a coffee shop, well, outside of a coffee shop. So the sound isn't necessarily the greatest, but because originally it was going to be a documentary, that was kind of the vibe we were going for. And, you know, obviously it's not a documentary anymore. But just listen to what she's saying. Ignore the background noise. There's so much of her story that's just so, it, it's going to be so good to hear. So my first question is, how long were you in foster care? Um, if I remember correctly, I went into foster care when I was three months old. And then I was in my first family for my first three years. And then I went to my second family for a year and then I was adopted. Nice. So then my next question is answered, which was you were adopted from the system, correct? Um, what do you wish people knew about the system? Um, I wish people knew probably how hard it actually is because I feel like people make it out to be really easy when it's really hard. Even if kids do get adopted, it is still really hard because you have to deal with all of the trauma that was before that. And there are people who, because um, foster parents get money from the government, so some people do use it for that and then they're just like abusive and not treating the kids right so it ends up making it completely worse than it already was how has your trauma from the system manifested into your life now because you had I mean you were in the system as a kid but obviously you still have trauma from it um probably well I dealt with it for a long time and like I still have anxiety attacks about different things and things that trigger me but um it does help you get a different insight into people so like when my friends are going through something that isn't necessarily like what I went through but it's like similar I can relate a lot easier because you understand the pain I guess I don't know it's just like easier to feel emotions with it but it's also easier to not do it and it kind of just shapes you into how you act and how you help people and understand people in different ways, I guess. Do you think there are any positives at all for the system? Um, I think there are. I think social care workers are, the one I had was really nice and they do want the best for the kids and they want them to, you know, have a good home and they do try, but there's only so much that they can do. And there are good families out there who are like, adopting and wanting kids and fostering kids but yeah. have there been any organizations that have helped you I don't actually think so I don't know 
I don't think so. Um, what is the biggest way that the system needs to improve? Um, I think it needs to improve on having people who more understand how to handle kids with trauma because I feel like um, like the social care workers are trained, but there are people who are in between that that aren't as well trained. Um, and I think they also need to uh, make sure they're like checking the houses that the kids are in because um, they have scheduled like checks, but if they're scheduled, they know what to hide and what's not hide and how to make it look versus like oh we're showing up to check how things are going and I think that's really important because they prepare for it and hide what they need to hide instead of exposing what is actually there in some cases do you think there are any ways that citizens who aren't necessarily foster parents can help improve the system or improve the um, the experience of kids in foster care? Um, I think by probably donating more money to help with that because there is lack of funds, I think. And I mean, donating time too is also helpful because there are different things um, that there's a camp I went to called um, Royal Family Kids Camp that was for foster and adopted kids. And it's run by, I think, Cedar Park. And so they a bunch of people would come and volunteer for just that week to help like bring the kids gifts and um, give them something to enjoy so there are little ways that people can help without donating a ton of money they're just donating their time what do you think makes a good foster family um a family who's really committed to the child and is willing to do what it takes to help them because I know my parents put a lot of energy into me and my brother, and um, my brother has bipolar, and I, I don't know if I necessarily have any mental illnesses, but I definitely did struggle with like abandonment issues and anger because I was just angry at everyone, and so sometimes it's easy to just like give up. And there were times where it would be really hard on my parents because like my dad would come home from work and my mom was just tired and she would be grumpy at him. And so it's really easy to be like, oh, I just wanna give up, I just wanna leave and do it. So families who are committed and you can see that is a really good thing to have in a foster family and like putting the work and the time and the money in. Like I've been in therapy since I was three and my parents have continually had me go and done different things to help us through our different issues. And. What are some other ways that have helped you deal with your trauma? Um, so I'm the kind of person who when a traumatic thing happens, I shove it all down and then it's like just bottled up emotions and I don't really deal with it. So I go to a place called Raven Rock Ranch and it's equine therapy and it's um, with horses. And so you learn how to ride horses and take care of horses, but there's also a lot of like emotional stuff that goes on within it that helps you like figure out your emotions because a horse reflects your emotions in a way and how you're like acting and so if you're really like hyper the horse will be really hyper and it's a way to like you can release your tension through the horse because horses are always on the ground their feet are always on the ground so it's like called grounding and they just like take your tension and release it and so it's helps me express my emotions better instead of just shoving them all down and help me learn how to process things and the people who are there know what they're doing and they're really 
um, helpful in that. That's awesome. Um, I have two more questions. One of them being, are there any experiences from being in the system that you want to share? Um, most of them I don't remember, but from what I was told um, by my parents and like my therapist and stuff, it was, I would do visitations with my birth mom and on the way there, my social worker would take me sometimes or um, my foster mom at the time. And um, it was said that I would just cry in the car while I was going there because I didn't want to go there because it was stressful and I just didn't want to be there. So then I'd have my visitation and then I'd get back in the car and I'd start crying in the car again. Or I just have meltdowns or be aggressive. And um, my first foster parents did also have um, issues of their own. I got removed from that foster family because the dad threatened the lady at his work and my foster mom would just have like meltdowns and so from seeing that at a young age that's what I would do and I would just like give up and just not do anything so um yeah it was really hard but that I don't remember much of it and is there anything else that you would like people to know about the foster care system um I think that it has its good parts but it also has the parts that need to be improved and um I feel like some people don't always understand the amount of drama that goes into stuff even if it's like the child wasn't necessarily abused but they were just passed around from foster family to foster family that that actually hurts them a lot because they're just feeling unwanted and having issues with being you know going from family to family and so they don't really have a place to call home like everybody else does and just understanding that there's so much more to it than just being abused and yeah well thank you of course Again, I learned so much from interviewing Olivia, and I hope that you learned a lot as well. Her story is just so interesting, especially as she was in the foster care system from such a young age. Um, Because of that, we went on to talk for another 30 to 45 minutes, and we talked about both her, um, her adoptive brother and her stories of being in the foster care system. And we talked about how it has affected them both differently, how much of an effect it's had on both of them, and how both of them were in foster care at a very, very young age. Uh, we talked about the um, the dangers of different org- some organizations, about how some aren't actually helping. We talked about how some are really, really great and truly are helping. Um, And just being aware of those and looking into things. We also talked about, um, as she had said, about her visitations with her birth mom at a young age and how she would just cry and cry. How she wishes that they had had therapists there to really understand how the child was feeling during those times and that that could be brought to court to talk about um, in terms of reuniting and that kind of a thing. We we talked about so many other things that I am not at liberty to share with you guys, but that it was so it was so great that she was able to confide in me and that I could hear that and hear things that that go on um, that are just so 
so sad. And because as someone who wants to go into field of working with kids in foster care, obviously it's very important that I am able to understand what goes on. And I think that if you're wanting to be a social worker, you're wanting to work with kids in foster care, you want to be a foster parent, there's stuff you obviously are going to know uh, right off the bat. But there's a lot that you're not going to understand unless you actually talk to people who have been in the system. Uh, This is why I think stories are so important. And, like, obviously listening to real people's stories are the most important. And I'm... But also I think that it's... It's important that we have fictional stories, too, that share truths about things and it's not to it's not to be insensitive towards anybody or anything like that but it's to share what happens and it might be in a fictional manner but it is what so many people go through and it's to spread their story and I just wanted to say that because I obviously have a book coming out it's not about foster care or anything but it is about um some heavier topics and I've had people say well why are you writing about that because it could be insensitive but I think it's be- I-, I do it because I think sharing stories is so important. And yes, it might not be in someone's exact story, um, and it might not be my story, but it is stuff that goes on. And if I can bring awareness to that fact through this story, it's so important. And that was just kind of a little side tangent that uh, just came to my head right now. But it's why I think sharing stories is of the utmost importance. And I'm so glad that Olivia was willing to share her story with me and willing to share her story with you guys. I really hope that you took something from this. I think it's so important that we understand what goes on in the system because there are so many kids in the U.S. that are in the system and there needs to be changes. There needs to be fixes. So, hope you guys, like I said, hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. Um, Maybe it made you squirm a little because of some of the stuff that was said and um how sad some of it is but I and this one it honestly is one of the episodes that doesn't have as much of the um the quote-unquote sad stuff obviously there's a stuff that was really sad and disturbing in this one too but there are there are some other um episodes that I have that are gonna go in a little more detail that I hope make I hope they do make you squirm because I don't I, I want people to understand how it's not like that a lot of these things that happen are not good things in the system. And that's why the system needs to change and we need to change it. So like I said, I hope you guys enjoy this episode though and that you took something from it. I will see you guys for next week's episode. Again, very excited to be sharing the series with you. So have a great week and God bless.